Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Recording at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, at Undercity Comics. Keeping up with the nerds presents issue 133. My name is Nick Valero. Renee Brown. And welcome to the show. Hey. Hey. I think it's the first time I've said my full name. <laughs> like I know, at all. right? It's weird. <laughs> no, it's also really funny. That's, I think that's the first time I've ever run through that and uh-huh. never like... And, and did, didn't, didn't... Didn't stumble. Yeah, didn't stumble. Didn't stumble yeah. through it. I was thinking, I was like, wait, we did 132. And then you said 133. I'm like, yeah, it's 133. <laughs> About it earlier. That's why. That's the oh, okay. I remembered. We should really have those meetings, right? Yeah, actually, having a meeting beforehand really yeah, does help. We should really talk to each other before we record. <laughs> that helped so much. Yeah, uh, we have a we have a pretty good show for you guys today. We have yes. a lot of a lot of nerdy news. Uh, some not so great. Oh, can you uh, look up what her oh. name was again? I totally oh, forgot. Yes, I totally forgot. Um, so yeah, this is another week without Brian. We didn't have a guest this week. Um, or anything else. We thought, you know, no more guests. Just, <laughs> just us. Take a, yeah, just us. Just yeah. us. You know, make it a little more intimate. Make it a little more, you know, child friendly. You know, I shouldn't put intimate and child friendly. Yeah, no. That, that, no, that doesn't no, sound right at it all. It doesn't. That makes it weird. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking up Last of Us cast. Because that's I'm talking what, about the I'm talking about the actress who died yesterday. Yeah, that's she was the voice of Tess. Oh yeah, I thought she would just. Lo- I thought she would just. Ah, oh, there we go. All right, sounds good. Um, so going into everything else, we have an interesting show. We're gonna go through comic strips just like normal. Mm-hmm. But first, before we go into anything else, I just wanted to you know say, uh, you know, we have a little bit of sad news. Mm-hmm. You know. As of recording today. Yeah, as of recording today, yeah. Uh, Anna Wen- Westwick- Wing? <laughs> Westring? Westring. 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 Yeah. Anna- Annie Westring uh, passed away. She was uh, she lost to a battle with cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had a really big body of work, in case you didn't know uh, mm-hmm. some of the things that she was doing. Uh, she was the original uh, voice for Tess. In the video game, yeah. In the video game for The Last of Us, which you know many of us are enjoying this year. Uh, she was in Star Trek Picard. She was in The Rookie. If you really like The Rookie, like me and Renee do. Yeah. Uh, she was uh, Rosalind Dwyer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, she she was a really good actress. She was. She, I mean, she really, uh, just based off of The Rookie, and also for Tess, mm-hmm. but like even if you just take her most recent stuff for like The Rookie, mm-hmm. um, she really made Rosalind Dyer like yeah. terrifying. She made it very. 
she played it very cold very well yeah yeah, yeah she did she did an amazing job uh you know go check out her her body of work she was also in like 24 csi she had a really long filmography you yeah. can see her all over the place in general she was an angel yeah she was <gasps> oh my god she was margaret yeah she was in one episode yeah oh my god i totally forgot about that that's interesting okay but anyway, she had a huge body of work. You know, that was that's mm-hmm. uh, man, that's crazy. She's a she did a lot of TV shows, even if it was just for one episode. Um, episode, an episode, episode, episode. Yeah, episode, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she she was she was constantly working. Mm-hmm. She was always working. So I mean, shout out to her family and everything like that. She did a great. She she will be missed. Everything else, but uh, in other news. Uh, <laughs> For so let's get into comic strips. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that are uh, slowly going away, uh, Regal Cinemas oh, that's are right. now going out of business. They have re- they they have reported that thirty nine locations will be shutting down. And well, they, huh? what was what was the last time you went to a Regal theater? Spider Man. Which one? Uh, no way home. Really? That was a Regal we went to. Was it? That was a Which regal one? we went to. Where at? Where was that one at? The regal over in um, Hollywood. It was like a, it was like in Hollywood or uh, oh, that's right, Century City or something yeah. like that. We went, that was a regal. That was a Cinemark for some reason. No, nah, that was a regal. Oh wow! But yes, so I mean, that was the last time was for Spider Man. Oh god, I think for me, which was almost a year ago. Yeah, I think I do want to say maybe. Oh no, okay, so then that means I saw it. Before we saw Spider-Man, I saw Uncharted at a Regal in La Habra right there, but it was with Mandy and, and some of her friends visiting. You know what's crazy, though? Because I get it. Mm-hmm. Theaters aren't exactly doing the best. They are... How, how, do, you, how do you say it? Um, slowly dying. Yeah. Slowly dying. Yeah. But I did notice that AMC... Still looks like it's still like it's not functioning. It's, it's functioning. It's yeah. not. It's not a. It's not like they're not dying out. They're not doing anything yeah. else. I mean, I see more. I mean, every time we see a movie, you know, there's it's always fluctuating of people going in and out. At least for me, when I went to go see um, certain movies in AMC now, because yeah. I know I, we have a list. All of us, most of us do in our in our circle, and um, I knew Mando hat. <laughs> uh. And uh, so one of one of the good things is that I convinced Mandy to get a list as well too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, does does uh, Monica? Monica does not have a list. She does not. Are you trying to convince her too? It's not that I have to convince her. It's I have to buy it. Um, <laughs> I have to buy. Her, I have to buy her ticket. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to like cause, spend money. <laughs> so it's not even spending money. Yeah. It's more or less like I have to commit to just like putting it on like just doing it yeah and everything like that and it's not that it's a big deal no, it's, it's just <laughs> you don't even like, want to say inconvenience <laughs> like, huh you don't even you don't even want to say it's an inconvenience it, too. <laughs> like, it is mildly an inconvenience <laughs> but it's fine no i mean, I mean I think, she well manny I, was the same way too i, I was originally going to get that for christmas mm. that was gonna be my christmas gift to her mm-hmm. was the a-list and then i thought about it and i went Nah, because we don't go to the movies all that often. Like, like oh yeah, that's like right. going to the movies isn't exactly like a big thing that we do. That's the thing. That's what me and Maddie do. We love going to the theater. And See, stuff. and uh, and but my thing is that I think if because 
Monica really likes date night. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she even said, she goes, well, I mean, if, it, if it's something for date night or for future dates, I'm okay with it. Like, right now, she just bought a Disney uh, a Disney pass. Oh, yeah, that's so right. So, I, I figure yeah. instead of us going to the movies, we're going to be going to Disneyland a lot. That's true. So, I think one that's, yeah. Yeah, so already, I think that's kind of our If you already put one money into one pass of a, or a subscription of something... Might as well, you know, yeah. use that one for the time being. Not only that, I get that. Yeah, not only that, but also like going through. I the amount of times that I think that Monica would actually go to the movies would probably be le- would be less money than mm-hmm. me actually buying uh, a movie pass because mm-hmm. I feel like you have to keep going and yeah. everything else. Well, the one thing that I convinced, I think I convinced Mandy about it is that I said, well, the thing is though, is that because you know we see them all the Marvel movies, all the big yeah. time movies, you oh, know, Maverick. Also, we went to go see it at Regal. Oh, really? Be- because that has the 4D theaters. Oh, that's right. That was a Regal. That was I a Regal. Totally forgot I forgot about that. That was a Regal. Because Regal has all the 4D mm-hmm. and like the stereo. Because yeah. okay, so that's the weird thing about Regal theaters. Mm-hmm. They went for like we're gonna give you the most like immersive experiences, yeah. and I imagine those theaters are expensive as all hell. Like, they're just really expensive. But also, the Fort, uh, like, okay, when we went to go see Maverick, Maverick was mm. more or less, it was cool for, like, the first, like, 20 minutes. Oh, the whole 4D experience? Yeah, like, the whole yeah. 4D experience, it was cool for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then, like, halfway through the movie, I then realized I can't slouch in this chair or mm-hmm. else it's going to whoop me. Yeah. Like, it's going to start beating me up. Because I remember slouching in the chair a little bit, like, to kind of, get comfortable mm-hmm. and then like the, the motor <laughs> in the, yeah. the motor like just yeah. right in the back of the neck and i was like oh ah! my god what was that <laughs> and like i stood up i sat up straight and i was yeah. like oh my god that was terrible mm-hmm. what was that well it's weird because i mean i it, it was a cool experience but at yes. the same time i don't feel you don't feel like you're solely f- sitting in those chairs no it feels like you're kind of like hovering a little the bit entire time and it's it's cool, don't get me wrong, but as a big person, you're just kind of like, I'm just kind of sitting there, I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> like, I've noticed that, too, mm-hmm. just from, you know, being a bigger person. Yeah. Uh, I don't I do not do those, those like, I, it, it's only a one-direction seat. And, I, and <laughs> yeah. I did notice that inside of Regals, mm-hmm. that that happened a lot. There yeah. was a lot of, like, it's just a one it's just this seat and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, there's no reclining seats at most Regals. Like the one in the harbor doesn't. It still uses the old sitting system since that that theater's been there. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it, it's it, don't get me wrong, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I do like the idea of oh yeah, Regals are getting are, you know, they had all these like cool little like gimmicks. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like there was like a lot that was keeping you in the movie theater. No. Because I like the idea of AMC went the other direction, mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, cool, we're just gonna make this the best possible movie experience you can oh, possibly yeah. have. We're not gonna, it's not gonna be like super fancy mm-hmm. or anything like that. Where like you can go to the Fullerton and get like the dining, yeah, where it's kind of like that, where it's a little fancier. But more or less, they kind of just went. You're gonna be comfortable as all hell mm-hmm. when you're here. Uh, if you sleep through it, cool. You just have to come back and watch a movie again. Mm-hmm. You know, it okay it. I feel like that's the only reason why, like, to have that response of James Cameron's of like, if you fell asleep, I'm sorry, like that's on you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought the interesting thing was that they went bankrupt. They they filed for bankruptcy in mm-hmm. September. Yeah. They are closing 39 locations across the country. Wow. Not only that, but also they said anything of none of that's not valuable is going to be left. 
Wow. They're just running away. Mm -hmm. And these movie theaters are basically going to be vacant. So this is a good, I think if anything, this would be a good opportunity for AMC to kind of jump in. Oh man. I can tell. Yeah. You know what? I don't think they would. Really? Here's the reason why. It's such a huge investment mm-hmm. for me to then go in and buy those theaters. Mm-hmm. Because also, they're shutting down 39 theaters, mm-hmm. but they're not shutting down all of them. Yeah. But the other thing that's really interesting is, is that they aren't... Like, if AMC were to make that big budget of going, like, we're going to go ahead and we're going to buy these movie theaters, then AMC is going to be in that weird thing of expansion, yeah. which they probably can't do right now because they're also really weak. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. AMC is a fun place to go, but the movie movie industry is, I mean, the theater industry is, is pretty weak. It's yeah. very fragile. Mm-hmm. And I could see them doing like one bad investment into going belly under oh, okay, and stuff like that. I mean, it would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I think that, you know what, if anything is going to probably do it is Cineopolis. Oh, you know they've, been, yeah. they've been buying a lot of like movie theaters mm-hmm. that are, have been going because like when the Kokorian went out of business, they bought all of those out. Yeah. So that would be really interesting. I can totally see those coming out and everything else. Or maybe like a discount theater, I guess. Maybe like a Starlight will get it or something like that. That would be kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So Starlights need to be more all over the place, but also Starlight needs to update their stuff too. Yeah. This, I mean, this theater is not bad, but we've, we've always enjoyed it for a cheaper price. But now that we're getting older and stuff like that, you know, we, we want me and Mandy care about more is the com- comfortability, and AMC um, always pr- proves to be also top. the it's also the deals at AMC too. So That's I mean, true too. AMC AMC really you do get your money's worth. I think I think what I liked about AMC is that when you're spending so much at an AMC, you know, you can use that for tickets. You can make, make points for buying tickets or buying drinks or using just as like concession stand as well too. When you're building those points, it's always get, really funny whenever it's a mystery to mm-hmm. you, like you, you swipe your card yeah. and then they're like, Oh, you have $20 on your yeah. account. You're yeah. like, that's yeah. Charge it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, do it. So, so what happened to me was, is that I had, um, Susan actually gave me a bunch of gift cards that she just sits on. And she gets them from other people and she just, you know, she's like, well, you know what? I'm not going to do anything. I know you and Mandy go to the theater and stuff like that. I was like, okay, cool. So she gave me like a bunch of like um, AMC's gift cards, a couple of uh, passes as well. Oh, too. nice. So I was like, okay, cool. And then like there was like $20 on like maybe like three different ones. And I was like, oh, cool, 60 bucks. So then me and Mandy went to go see Violent Night in um, around after Christmas. She loves that movie. She she loves that movie to death. She goes, I want to watch it again. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, I bought the tickets. And I was like, hey, we can order something if you want to, because we've never ordered food. Food isn't that also really great? It's actually really cool. You can order before, like an hour before you get there, and so then I'm going through everything. Well, you've seen me do it a couple of times. Yeah, you've done it, and I'm like, Nick does it all the time. She goes, like, is that is that good? I'm like, yeah. We don't have to go in line. We just have to sit down, and they bring it to us. So uh, with don't, don't you feel great when they bring <laughs> yeah. it to you, and you're like, yes, hand it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, and yes, yes. Dave. So I had like over sixty dollars on on gift cards, and I had a ten dollars off because of my building of the points no and everything. Way. So, so awesome! So, so, gotta, so we got yeah, we got like chicken nachos with fried chicken on top of what? the chicken nachos. 
And then when I got mozzarella sticks, I got tater tots on top of that, and two drinks as well. And how, we many people, just, how many people did it take to bring all the food out to you, man? Like, it was like, like two like, different waiters and stuff like that. It, it took two people to it carry took, it all yeah, out? Yeah, because we had drinks, and then we had like, but like everything's but like the in those pods. In, yeah. the drinks are in the little bag. Yeah, so they're they're kind of like bringing it to you, which, which is fine. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool when mm-hmm. the first time I did that. Uh, if you ever want a really cool uh, movie experience, mm-hmm. go to Alamo Draft House. Alamo Draft House? Yeah, it's in downtown. That okay. that's, that's a really nice one. Okay. That's a really nice place. We we should all like have like a, a date night. To oh, I'm down. Draft yeah. house because that one's really nice. That okay. one they give you a waiter. Really? Yeah. You have serve a alcohol there? Or they not? do serve alcohol. It's like they have like uh, like brews and everything like that. They have mixed cocktails drinks. too. Ooh. Yeah, and there's a waiter and like he walks into the movie theater and he whispers to you, <laughs> and he's like, "Yes, sir. What can I get you? What can I get you? Yes, I like, uh, can, you, can you get me more uh, tater tots?" And he's just like, of course, sir. And then he, walks, the <laughs> and then yes. he just like walks away, and then mm-hmm. they give you a bill at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a it's a dope little mm-hmm. like thing, and they also have board games. Really, they have board games for when you're waiting for your movie. So when mm-hmm. you're if you get there early, you can just play board games, oh. and, you can, and there's a bar area. That's really fun. So yeah, anybody who hasn't been to the Alamo Draft House, that I definitely recommend going yeah. to go check that out. Um, so anyway, going into <laughs> yeah. more. Oh, More news. I think because close that Regal. I think also part of the reasons why they're closing because they serve Pepsi products instead of Coke. How <laughs> dare they? I know. Let them burn in hell. Yes. That's what, <laughs> this is what you get. That's what you get for signing with Pepsi. How dare you? Yeah, the losing product. <laughs> uh, Wednesday got a new season. That's cool. I finally watched Wednesday. It was fun. I liked it. I see why it's a sensation. Um, I, you know what? I saw it, liked it. I was like, it's, a, it's yeah, good. It's, it's, it's good. Riverdale. Think, it's Riverdale. You know what? I think because, you know, we didn't watch it at our, you know, adolescent in our ages. Yeah, in our tweens. So it didn't it didn't resonate like as I hard guess. as that. I mean, I my niece so. loves it and she's 11 and she's like, oh, it's super good. She got into the Umbrella Academy now. My niece. Oh, your niece got into Umbrella She's on Dude. season three. And it's funny because she, she was just asking me questions. I'm like, no. Huh? She goes, did you watch season three of Umbrella Academy? Yeah, I have. Yeah. yeah. And she's all she's telling me she goes I died I I I I cried when Pogo died and I'm like yeah it was sad it was all like real sad it was yeah. real sad yeah you should uh, which uh, uh, the final season's coming out yeah season four at the end of the year mm-hmm. that's gonna be awesome mm-hmm. Wizard of the Coast so this has been getting a lot of so this has been getting a lot of attention Wizards yeah. of the Coast has been saying that they were going to be taking away the license for third party apps and distributors uh, for any you know D and D uh, paraphernalia where whether it be apps or you know uh, creating characters or anything like that which was dumb so the, th- because uh, the first thing that comes to mind is critical role well that's the thing though yeah. is that the the thing that re-established D kind of in the world of yeah. nerds more or less is critical role yeah. which critical role uh, matt mercer isn't using a like uh an actual like campaign no or he's, he's not using a book or anything mm-hmm. like that he developed his own stuff. Yeah, he made and his then, own story. Yeah, he made his own story. He made his own world. Mm-hmm. But that's like the whole thing about D anD. d That's is that that's you can, it's interesting that they decided to, you know, say that was it um, Wizards of the Coast or what is it? It's the company that does D anD. d That it is Wizards it's, of the Coast. Okay, yeah, it's Wizards so, of the Coast. So Wizards of the Coast has openly said that like any sort of you know thing third party that uses it for profit. We'll, we'll we'll sue them and stuff. Yeah, and that was so weird, just because of like they were, they were, they were planning on doing like you're gonna have to shut down apps and you're gonna have to and you can't really you know do certain things with with mm-hmm. it and you're and it it, it, it just boggles the mind because that's 
exactly what D&D was for. Like, yeah. D&D is all about, like, I don't have... If I don't want to do a, uh, a campaign or anything like that, or yeah. all my... Or I've been playing D&D with my... with You know, if you're a dungeon master and mm -hmm. you love being a dungeon master and you wanted to play a campaign with your friends, and, or you've played all the good campaigns mm -hmm. and you're kind of like, dang, I don't have... Like, you know, there's no more boxes or yeah. no more books to really use... Oh, I can always make my own. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's no. nothing wrong. Even, I think, even on when D&D &D was first becoming a thing, they've always said you could use the world as a base. Yeah. To it, create your own stories. Yeah, and that was kind of also the really cool thing, because mm -hmm. even like Matt Mercer stuff, mm -hmm. Matt Mercer eventually made a book Mm -hmm. a compendium of his own and he added all of the stuff from critical role and he mm -hmm. added into the world mm -hmm. of d and uh, of uh d and d yeah and that's now implemented into the world of yeah it's actual canon mm -hmm. in their world but the thing is that i don't know what went through anyone's mind over at Wizards of the coast to mm -hmm. then go we should stop any third party mm -hmm. just be and i, I get it though because it was going to be a lot more money yeah. There's a lot there's a lot of money that's getting spread around for Dungeons and Dragons. So that's what I'm thinking. Is it because now that they have a movie coming out? Do you think they mm, want to start no, that's merchandising from that? No. Not it. Hmm. So five so the brand so D and D Beyond hmm. is a is their I wouldn't say new because it's been around for like four or five years now. Mm -hmm. So D&D Beyond is a website where you can get all your compendiums, you can get all your information, mm -hmm. you can get everything that you want. Not only that, but also I can make my character sheets. Mm -hmm. So anything, I, any character uh, creating things that I buy on D&D Beyond mm -hmm. will then reflect inside of the app and I can use it on an app, I can use it on a tablet. So, let, so it's, it's like having a character sheet on the go. Yeah. The interesting thing, though, is that they're now developing this new... Because right now it's called Dungeons and Dragons 5D. Yeah, they're having this like 5.1 mm -hmm. thing, and essentially what they're doing is not only are you going to be using your critical role, I mean your um, what was it, your D and D Beyond sheets, mm -hmm. they're also using the uh, uh, what was it? I think it's like the Infinity Engine or mm -hmm. no, they're using Unity, and they're making three dimensional areas okay and you can basically dungeon master on those so you can they're already pre-made areas and it's all three-dimensional and the lights and everything mm -hmm. else and it has everything there but they were all they're also talking about you can create your own stuff and you can add your own stuff and it's it, it, it sounded really cool the only thing is that there's so many different websites that already do that like uh like roll 20 mm -hmm. or any of these other sites or these other like uh, video game areas that you know it's for role playing mm -hmm. they're seeing these as competition that's money that we could be getting right now yeah. but because there isn't an actual license on this we can't stop them from making a game we can't stop people from going over and doing it yeah. this is all this is 100% a money grab this mm -hmm. is, that's it because when Dungeons and Dragons was first made by Gary Gygax yeah. He made a, a world where people can do whatever. They can be whatever. And, you know, it was all about being creative and being who you were. Mm -hmm. Or being somebody that you wish you were. And, you know, I think that Wizards of the Coast kind of lost sight of that. Yeah. 
They really did. Uh, and luckily, the community spoke up. Everybody started yeah, everyone, really getting upset. Yeah, everyone was made sure their voice was heard. Yes. Yeah, uh, I thought I always thought it was really funny when I was watching it, and it, uh, somebody put uh, the whole thing to the ending of uh, Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <that's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like the community is rushing mm-hmm. to the coast yeah. to complain, but I'm really happy they're keeping it to a Creative Commons license where everybody still can use it. Uh, a lot of the other stuff is not yeah. being untouched. So you know, if you're a Dungeons and Dragon nerd like I am, uh, <laughs> you should be you know pretty happy that you know things are going back to normal, which they shouldn't have been. Ch- they shouldn't have even been threatened to change in the well, first place. They, they announced that like what a couple of weeks ago, or a week ago. It's like a week, two weeks ago. So it only lasted not even that. The so from then till now. It was only like well, okay. So it was kind of like them feeling out the area. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like imagine if like I. I well, it's, that's the thing. It, it completely reminds me of. Have you heard of the YouTube channel, The Fine Bros? Uh, no. Uh, when they did like the whole, they were the ones that did like kids react. Oh, yeah. Adults react, and they tried to uh, trademark the name React. Really? They tried to do that where they created, they wanted to create this new show called React World. And basically they said that we wanted to do is we wanted to have a platform for all React channels Mm -hmm. to come Mm -hmm. onto our channel and, you know, to basically make a, make content there, but it only had to be on their channel. That's That's weird. That's weird, right? That's the thing. So that's weird. And, the whole YouTube community had an uproar. Their fans, they lost so many subscribers and stuff. They lost over a million subscribers. And then like a week later, they came out with a statement. They're like, listen, uh, we we want you to guys know that we weren't trying to trademark the word react. We weren't trying to, you know, stop anyone else from creating content as well, too. And really, it kind of feels like they were. It kind of feels like they wanted to make sure that they had the the niche to make any sort of reaction channel and make sure that it was that's, on their platform. Yeah, that's super weird. I, yeah. I, yeah, it's it, it's kind of like the same thing, but uh, I don't know. I, I just thought it, it's a it's it's a really really it was it was interesting. I mean, not interesting, but it was kind of like it really makes you flabbergasted that they thought this was a good business ploy. Well, I think they I, I don't think they thought they were going to have such a negative reaction to really? it. Really? <laughs> I, I, I don't think they thought I thought that they were going to have like a negative reaction to mm-hmm. it and then people were going to be and I think what they thought was we're the we're, we're the creators. Mm-hmm. Like people are going to enjoy the things that we create more than what other people create, which is not true. That's not how D&D works. That's not how D&D yeah. works. <laughs> I think I like for me um <clears throat> I right now <laughs> Let's get let's get nerdy. Um, right now, I am a f- level fourteen mm-hmm. uh, elemental monk mm-hmm. in you know my D and D in in my D and D thing. And yeah. I know if you're D and D nerd, you're going like, why did you go elemental? Uh, no, because elemental monks are probably the worst possible monks. Like mm-hmm. they're the the their level progression is so slow. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but also the abilities they get are mm-hmm. so lame, mm-hmm. and like they use up a lot of like what what's called like their key to do like oh, cool abilities, but you don't get to do a lot of stuff with like those abilities. So it's kind of like why even do it in the first place? Like yeah. it, it, it's just really restricting. A buddy of mine, when our our dungeon master, when we were going through it, I was like, "Dang, dude! Like, I really want to play this character, but it 
like it, it, it's really restricting if you mm-hmm. do it by Wizards of the Coast standards, like mm-hmm. how they built it. He then went online and he ended up finding a bunch of like Elemental Monk like re like refresh or mm-hmm. uh, restructuring or anything mm-hmm. like that. And then they added a bunch of stuff into it. And he was like, this sounds really cool. And like he found like three or four of them and he goes, cool, we're going to add two, we're going to add this and this from this, we're going to add this and this from this, and then we're going to add that into your character sheet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's like, that's really cool. And he goes, yeah, now it feels, now the actual monk feels like it's leveling correctly. Mm-hmm. And I agreed with him and everything else, but the thing is that you wouldn't be able to do that if you just took was like mm-hmm. that care if you if I would have just taken it for face value mm-hmm. and there wasn't that resource of the community mm-hmm. and everything else so I mean the community is spoken and just like everything else community was right <laughs> uh, but just to go on uh, which I'll just continue on mm-hmm. uh, Justin Roiland is no longer going to be uh, He's no longer going to be taking part inside of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was fired by uh, Cartoon Network mm-hmm. and also Adult Swim. Uh, he was found guilty of false imprisonment and DV, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> along with fraud, which I don't know how that and deceit. Mm. So uh, he he did a lot of stuff. And we're not going to get into what he did mm-hmm. or anything like that because honestly, if it's true of what what he's saying, and there he's going to court for them to actually go through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was already found guilty, so I'm assuming there was already there was evidence that proved. there was evidence. Yeah, this is and not a what if kind of. This thing. isn't a what if thing. This isn't anything else. And mm-hmm. I know what people are going to go. Well, what about Johnny Depp? Same thing. I'm like no. No, that's a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Totally different thing. Let's not get into it. But the big thing about it is that a lot of people that work on it, like the writers mm-hmm. and everything else for Rick and Animators Morty, and stuff. Uh, they're all just quiet right now because yeah. they do. Because mind you, Justin Roiland was a a, uh, a co-creator mm-hmm. and the star because he w- voiced both Rick mm-hmm. and he voiced Morty. Yeah, and then also among other characters he also did as well too yeah, on the side. Yeah, he did a lot of like side characters yeah. and stuff like and all that. So he, he him having to get fired mm-hmm. really does hurt the story because he was, he was also a, a lead writer too. Yeah, it's definitely going to put the show on hold for a little bit right now. Yes. Um too cuz they got to basically they got to reformat you have to yeah. reformat everything. You got to get new voice actors. You got to get a new. You gotta. You gotta have Dan. Basically, he's gonna be the overseer of everything moving forward. Because I know Dan Harmon is a co-creator, but he's not a. I feel like he's checked out. Yeah, that's the thing. He's he's not. He doesn't really go into it with Rick and Morty. For Rick and Morty, I feel like he was more of like we're gonna. I'm gonna help you get started. Yeah. And then Justin Roiland really took off from there, mm-hmm. and you know that's cool and all. But now that we have this situation where he might be going to jail, mm-hmm. uh, what was it? So no, he's no longer a part of the the thing that he created. Yeah. So now we have to, as you said, recast mm-hmm. Rick and Morty. Not to mention, Justin Rowland also started two different projects for Hulu. He did Solar Opposites. Yes. And then he's doing um, 
was it um which solar opposites is not a huge loss no it's not that's a thing but that, that's it's solar that's, opposites if you've seen it is uh it's not that great but there's also it's the american dad <laughs> to family guy yeah if that was, makes yeah. sense mm-hmm. like where it's <laughs> like it's not yeah, american it's not, dad's not even that great honestly but no that's what yeah. i mean yeah, like yeah. when you go like family like oh of the like, two yeah yeah of like animation people that ca- created not spin-offs but just like different shows the, from only, the, yeah. the only one where i've seen where it was like oh yeah the other one also is awesome mm-hmm. is the simpsons and futurama it's the only one yeah. where i'm like no, oh yeah, yeah. no they, that's they're, true they're both equally awesome mm-hmm. um but yeah uh, polar solar opposites solar opposites and then he also did a he's do, he was gonna do a new one with um who is it um it was like an Australian cast because Hugh Jackman was part of it as well Something. too. And then he also just did High on Life. Yeah, High brand, on Life, which yeah. is a brand new video game mm-hmm. that which, takes place. Which also was it Squanch Games? They have said that they are going to move forward without Justin. Justin Rowland sent gave him gave them his uh, resignation. Interesting. Yeah, so they are moving forward without uh, him. Yeah, that's just so crazy. It's a lot of projects he had. His a lot of, a lot of finger. A lot of and, stuff he was touching. Yeah, yeah a lot of stuff he was a lot touching. Of yeah. Stuff. Unfortunately, if he just needed to not touch one thing, right, he would have been fine. Right, it's it's not that hard. <laughs> you know what? I, I I'm not gonna try and make fun yeah. of him. I'm not trying to do anything else. But I mean, it's just like it it really does talk to like the culture and in uh, his what, yeah. what what about like his. What in the world was going through his head? Yeah, to like go like this is okay. Like I and I, I get he this. was going, like I can do this, and I get that he was yeah. going through a breakup and it was like really messy and everything else. But yeah. I don't know. It's, he didn't. It's, he it's, didn't have to do all that. It kind of sucks too when it's people that you, I shouldn't say look up to, but people that you know you admire. trust in or admire in your mediums or in shows that you like yeah. or content that you enjoy, and to find out that this is what they've done in the past or did recently. I'm, I'm calling it right now. Yeah. Rick and Morty lasts one more season. One more season? I think that's yeah. it. I think it's only going to get one more season. That's the thing. Because now it's like, it's like a bad taste in your mouth now when you look back it's, at it. It's or not, like people. It's not, it's not that. I feel like it's going to be hard for mm-hmm. people to recognize, like to accept mm-hmm. the new voice acting yeah. and the new story and however it's going and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it right now that it's going to, it's, it, it's going to be too much to hassle, too much of a hassle to try to keep going. Um, not too much of a hassle. I think people are just going to reject it. I think that's probably because I'm not going to lie. There's an anime that I watch mm-hmm. where the voice actor actually passed away. Oh, and it was called rise of the shield hero. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed season one. Then season two came out and I was like, why have they changed the voice actors? And I asked my buddy Andrew, mm-hmm. and I was like, why did they change the voice actors? Because dude, he died. Like, did the same thing away. happen with, uh, Anton Yechen when he was the voice of troll hunters? Yeah. Yeah. They, they did like the first two seasons of him. And then when they kept going, you can tell like, Oh yeah, they got a new act. This is when they, a new actor got, yeah, this is a new casted. actor got casted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you can definitely tell and mm-hmm. everything else. Cause you know, there's just certain things that aren't going to be Rick and Morty. Yeah, I think you know? obviously when we hear the new voice actors for Rick and Morty, which is interesting too, because now you either have to find someone that can do both or two, two people. people. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, I've on the internet you've seen people mimic Rick and Morty's voices. Some I, some are good, some are bad. I know? want Christopher Judge <laughs> and the kid who plays Atreus. 
<laughs> I just think that'd be hilarious. That would be funny. Just have, just have Rick, Rick has a like, deep voice. This deep voice. Morty. Just going, Morty. <laughs> Morty. We must go to a different dimension, Morty. <laughs> Why don't you trust me? <laughs> Boy, I mean Morty. <laughs> Boy, get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> he starts burps. It's yeah, so yeah. deep and guttural. Burp. You just have these burps from Christopher. Oh my God, Christopher Judge with Kratos' voice. <laughs> oh God, and then having Atreus. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> Mom's not gonna like this. Mom's oh, not gonna like this. Um, like he actually does sound like a Peter Besson boy. <laughs> like, that, would, that would be hilarious. Uh Last piece of uh, last strips. piece of comic strips mm-hmm. before we get on to the to the main topic. Um, surprise Oscar nominations! Oscar nominations yeah. finally came out, and we were reading through them just kind of for fun. Yeah, and also because we didn't know what this episode was going to be about, <laughs> and we still don't know. Yes, <laughs> we're still we're still we're still kind of walking that fine line. Mm-hmm. But we saw a couple of like sneaky uh, of like sneaky ones that just kind of. We were like, "Wow, really? That's that's yeah. that's getting nominated." Mm-hmm. So for best picture, "Woman Talking," which okay, uh, the Banshees uh, in a sheen. Well, it's funny because like, so you know, being around as as long as we have, you can tell. When oh, you yeah. read when you read a <laughs> a a movie that's on the categories of Oscars. Mine you're like that's a, an Oscar movie. Mine was yeah. automatically the Banshee. The Banshee, yeah. The Banshees, mm-hmm. uh, which are Inna Sharon and All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, those are those were those were my gambles. Mm-hmm. That that like if we, ooh can we make a Deadpool? <laughs> oh my god! Like can, can yeah. we can we put it up like kind of like um what was it like like a horse? <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, banshees! Come on, banshees! Yeah. <laughs> like, let's make, let's make, mm-hmm. let's like, let's like make bets in between all of us, and we'll, we'll watch the Oscars, mm-hmm. yeah. and then every single, and then whoever wins doesn't have to take a shot, whatever everybody else does. <laughs> okay. If you lose, Damn. I think that would be hilarious. That'd be funny, actually. Yeah, just going like, oh, come on, come on, come on, no, no, <laughs> the winner of best picture, and it's like always, it's always like the ones that like you never under, you never really thought they were like the Fablemans wins best picture. You were like, like, what? Did anybody what? even watch that movie? Yeah, no, but uh, yeah. So the Fablemans, All Quiet on the Western Front, mm-hmm. Avatar, of course. Yeah, James Cameron. James he's gotta, Cameron. He's got to put his. Uh, I swear to God, if James Cameron wins, I'm gonna be so upset. Cause oh, it's not a good movie. It's not. It's not even compared to all the other ones that we've seen in the past. That's a thing. Which another one that surprisingly is in, in here. all fairness, James Cam. If The Way of Water was for best special effects, I would have understood that. Yes, I would have gotten that. Yeah. I would have been like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, if I I can understand if it won best uh, special effects or best uh, cinematography, something like that. Even yeah. if it was not, if it was nominated in those, which I'm. 90 percent sure it is yeah uh then i would be like oh yeah that makes sense but the way of water is being best picture i don't know about that mm-hmm. one elvis it's a biopic yeah. automatically it's always a biopic it, gets biopic yeah. um tar mm-hmm. is another one i haven't seen tar yet um the one that th- there was two that we were kind of like what <laughs> that's crazy mm-hmm. um Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Which also, I loved this movie. We it's all loved movie. this movie. Yeah. We Brian, to Brian just saw it recently. I think. Didn't he go with the movies to us? I think. 
or no, I don't know. I I didn't get to see it in the theaters. I saw it after it came out. In oh no, I went to go see it with my brother. Yeah, no, but I didn't get to go. See, I didn't go see it with you. No, yeah, Brian just. I think he watched it over his vacation recently. He Did he really? It. Yeah, that's he awesome. loved it. He loved it. This, I mean, that's the thing. It was everything everywhere all at once came out in between like two Marvel movies. I think that's what it was, or two at least. No, blockbuster. Out, I, I think it came out like right around those two mm-hmm. movies, and like no one really went to go see it. And it was mm-hmm. it was a dang shame because mm-hmm. it's a great movie. But hey, it got it got enough pull that it's now a part of the Oscar categories. Yeah, now. They, it got pulled mm-hmm. back into the Oscars, and then. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Yep, best picture is is being nominated for best picture. Yep. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I agree, and <laughs> I've seen. I, I but think for obvious reasons. That's yeah, but is, obvious yeah. reasons. I mean, it's a popcorn movie. It's mm-hmm. literally Star Trek, but from the but, the trench run. But that's the thing. I remember when it came out. After it came out, after we saw it, it was such a pop culture phenomenon. Well, it was, too. and I feel like that's why they picked it is yeah. because it. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody mm. was amazed on how good it was, yeah. and everything else. I mean, everything, uh, everything always, um, uh, everything everywhere all at all once. once. The, the 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 title's a train wreck. Yeah. Um, but those were the two that we were really surprised were actually nominated. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Top Gun or Everything Always uh, All at Once. Mm-hmm. Get it? I would love. Mm-hmm. I would love for those two, either one of those movies, to get it. Yeah. But I think it's going to be all uh, all quiet on the Western Front mm-hmm. or Avatar, which I'm shocked that I'm really the whale about. wasn't nominated for best. And picture. that was the other one. Yeah. I was really surprised that the whale wasn't nominated because you said you saw. I it. saw that it was a good movie. It wasn't it wasn't bad at all. That's the thing. And usually they go for those like really yeah those di- like, it was a dialogue heavy film and it had Brendan Fraser you know kind of just like. Putting all it in, that's the thing. Oh, know? yeah, he was going all in. Yeah, he like, was going all in. But I've, now, I've in this, clips from it. In so. this next category, he does get recognition. Yes. Yeah. So, Brendan Fraser for The Whale. For Best Al- Actor. Yes. Austin Butler. Uh, yeah, he's your best out yeah. actor. Austin Butler for Elvis. He did do a really good Elvis. He, I haven't seen it, Elvis, but it's on M- uh, HBO Max. It so is got, on HBO I, Max. I, I do um, want to see it. You can, but the thing is that even when he was doing like, uh, it, it was weird because after he was done filming and mm-hmm. he was even doing like press for it, he sounded like Elvis. Like <laughs> he, he was having a hard time getting back to his actual voice, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Um, Colin Farrell for the Banshees, uh, Inner Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was interesting. Interesting because they com- those two actors, uh, Colin Farrell mm-hmm. and the other actor, they are they've worked together before in Br- for the in movie Bruges. In Bruges. Yeah, in Bruges. In Bruges, and that movie's really good too. Yeah, and this one's the same director. Yeah, did that as well. Yeah. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing that one because that one has like a nice little. It's sad, but it's also really comedic. Yes, it's good. I've seen that movie. I I watched it. Um, I saw it with Adam from Our Real Addiction. He took me to go see in that Bruges? one. You no, know, oh. no, the the Banshees as oh, well okay. too, because it has the same. It's the same vibe as well too, where it's also sad, but then it has its very comedic moments. Yeah, as well I too. always thought um, me and my brother always quote In Bruges all the time mm-hmm. because it's uh, what was it? Uh, it's like f you and f your kids. Oh, like, yeah. Why did you bring my kids into this? I'm, yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he goes, No, 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 no. You apologize. You shouldn't have brought my effing kids into yeah. this. <laughs> it was just like, 
nothing. Oh, yeah. And he goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I talked bad about your effing kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they're going back and forth mm-hmm. and it's super funny. Um, but yeah, so uh, Colin Farrell, Bill Knight, uh, which are Nye, uh for living, mm-hmm. and then Paul Mescal for uh, After Sun, which was that was those were really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one that we were really looking at that was like, oh wow, I couldn't believe that I made it in there. Uh, oh, best actress. Yeah. Best actress had Michelle Yeoh. Yes, from Michelle, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh is getting some love, yes. man. And that's awesome. That's great. I'm glad to see that she's finally getting recognition now, especially in the movie that was really good as well, too. Yeah, she carried that movie. Mm-hmm. She did. I mean, honestly, I feel like she needs to get it because yeah. she played like 12 characters. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I love it. Throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And she did an amazing job differentiating between every single one. Well, what I loved in the, is that character in there, too, is that she played that typical. Um, you know, Chinese household mother, mm-hmm. you know, that you see. And she played it very well on top of, you know, obviously doing all the martial art moves and stuff like that. And just really capturing that whole mother and daughter love too. The thing of, I'm going to do anything. I'm trying to do what's best for you. Even if mm-hmm. you feel like I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. Was and a I helicopter think. parent? Yeah. That, she's yeah. very much a helicopter. Parent. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good. I liked it. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, go check out the nominees. I mean, they, some of, some of these, some of them are really interesting. I can't wait. Um, I think that would be really funny to do like a, like a pool. Mm-hmm. To see, you know, pick pick a couple of them, yeah, and, and then we pick our winners like a horse, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which oh, we have to watch it like that. Ah, Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis I was gonna say Supporting best supporting actress. actress. You know what? She should have. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Dude, oh, awesome. and then the daughter too, Steph Stephanie. Wow, yeah, dude, everything everywhere all at once really is just. Oh. I'm I'm hoping that you know it what? sweeps. I, I, I did, hope I, it sweeps. You know what? I think she's going to win. Angela, Angela Bassett? Bassett? Yeah. yeah. For best supporting. Yeah. She has to win it. They're going to give it to her. They'll give it to her. Yeah. But honestly, Jamie Lee Curtis also deserves it. I would love to see Jamie Lee Curtis. I would love to see everything everywhere just like take it all. I would love that. But also, I think Jamie Lee Curtis deserves to get it just because of her legacy in the movie business mm-hmm. and everything else. I think that the one thing that she hasn't gotten is an Oscar. Yes. And so, I think that would be great. But, uh, yeah, I can totally see hey, that. Hey, Q Juan. Uh, hey, which are K Juan? Yeah. Uh, Quan, yeah. Yeah, he's also being nominated supporting as actor. well for supporting actor. Mm. Oh, there we are. Here he is. Oh, no, that's uh, Barry. That's the. Um, that was the young kid yes. in that movie. Okay. Yeah. But, and then film is okay. Yeah, there's a, there, there, there's a lot. Go check them out. I thought it was really interesting. Yes. Yeah, like, why are they separated, though? Oh, there's two different. Oh, that you know what? It gives them. It gives them another chance to win. That's the thing. I I feel like it should be di- which it, Daniel. It should, the, the, it should just be the Daniels together. Maybe they are and they're just separating it like mm-hmm. that. But uh, yeah, that's weird. Um, but lastly, kind of going mm-hmm. into our final topic of the Last of Us, mm-hmm. just so that way we can kind of close out with the last 15 minutes mm-hmm. of the Last of Us. Last of Us has already been confirmed for a season two, which is good. That's the thing. I know that I is mean, awesome. We, we knew it was, but to have it finally confirmed, which is just as good too. It's, I, that, it's that good little kind of like when this season ends, at least we know for sure we're gonna. You know what's funny? I went to go. I I showed Monica. The first episode of The Last of Us. She, oh. made, she made me turn it off. <laughs> Why? She was too anxious. Oh. She said it made her too anxious, yeah. the first episode, because she was like, like I could see her and she was just like, 
Like she was like really getting like. That's how you know it's a good show though. And she was like really invested because usually Monica is the type of person that will watch my girlfriend will will watch uh, Mm -hmm. something lay on my shoulder and then fall asleep. Like instantly, yeah. like I, I could literally be put on the movie for like five minutes, and all I hear is, <sighs> I'm like, didn't even make it five minutes, didn't even make oh, it five man. minutes into the movie. But for that one, she was so like, she made it half an hour. She made it about half an hour into into this. Into so the that was episode. towards the end, right when they're driving through the town. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 She hadn't gotten to. She, had, <laughs> she was like, I'm so stressed out because I don't know what's going to happen to them. Uh, like, you, I need you to turn it so off. So she didn't get to the end she didn't of get that to the part, end of that, that whole part. sequence. Dang. She missed it. She, I, and I was trying to convince her to like stay Does she know? Or no. Oh, man. She doesn't know anything. Uh, you got to. You gotta, she, that's like, why I haven't said anything. You're like, you know what? You, I think it's been a couple of weeks now. You're like, we should finish it. You know? Well, no. Okay, so she can't watch anything that's super anxious mm-hmm. if we're about to go to bed. Oh, uh, I see. Because okay. she'll she she'll be she'll anxious. She'll she'll it'll keep waking her up in the middle of the night because mm. of her anxiety. Mm. And she was like, "I already know this." Like mm-hmm. the main reason why she told me to stop it, she was like, "This is something I need to watch during the day, mm. so that way I can watch the epi- watch an episode of it, and then I can." process it process it and then i can do other stuff and then it'll get it out of my mind by the time i go to bed (laughs) i was like all right fine but she and i go is it good though and she goes oh no it was amazing like i love it (laughs) that's good um but yeah so last of us season two already confirmed Mm -hmm. i'm excited about it um that means that we are definitely going to get at least the ending of season one i mean of the first first game yeah for sure well it depends on how they're going about this season i mean so far i mean it hasn't been it doesn't feel like it's going fast no it doesn't they are taking their sweet time Mm -hmm. so but i'm good i'm glad to see what else they have in store Moving forward, at, at least when they touch on to the second game, when they finally get to that part, yes, I'm, I'm I might have to play the second one right after this season ends. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna might have so to. So that. that's the that that's one thing. Mm-hmm. The other thing that we're gonna get into is our thoughts on the third episode. Mm-hmm. Episode three has finally yeah. come out. Upon uh, recording, we uh, just got done watching it. Literally just finished watching it. Mm-hmm. Like we watched it and then came into the recording. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. We watched it, shot a shot a, uh, a skit, then recorded. Yeah. Um, so we've had some time to process it. Yeah, we've had some time. To, we've had a little bit of time to process. Yeah. Um, this one is this episode revolves all about Frank and Billy. Yeah, their backstory. And Frank and Bill, mm-hmm. and their backstory in the game. For anybody who's played the game. Um, it's a very bitter relationship. Like, yes, they yeah. were together mm-hmm. when the end of it. Yes, uh, they they got together at the very end, yeah. and uh, Frank, you know, f- came upon Bill, mm-hmm. and you know, but they, you can tell that there there was a problem. Yeah, because when you first meet Bill in the game, he's very upset because he hasn't seen Frank in a while because because mm-hmm. they got into an argument. Yeah, and then. Frank went out to go get supplies or something mm-hmm. and then never came back and he's been missing. Yeah. And then Joel's asking for the car battery mm-hmm. for the car battery. And he's basically going, you have to help me find Frank and then we'll, and then I'll give you the car battery. Mm-hmm. I liked this. I, I thought it was interesting because they took an entirely 180. Yeah. The writers approach. were like, they even said it at the end of the episode when they re- recapped and how they, how they changed it. They said, well, we've always wanted to tell the story of Frank and Bill 
uh, we thought this was a good opportunity, and we if we if we find a way to tell it differently and better, we're gonna stick with it. If we don't, we're gonna keep it the same as the game. I'm like, that's fine. That makes you sense. Know? That makes sense. They did a phenomenal job of going about this story than how the game did. You know? Yes, because mm-hmm. in that one it was very bitter, and by the time that you get spoilers, if you haven't played spoiler the spoiler guys, yeah, spoilers if you haven't played the game, or if you haven't watched The Last of Us, because we are going to kind of get into it uh, and everything else. Um, in in the game, Bill, you end up finding Frank's body. He hung himself. Uh, because he was bitten mm-hmm. and then he writes a note basically saying like I hate you I've always hated you and like the worst thing in my life was to be to, was to meet you yeah and then uh, you find like notes it's throughout such, the game yeah it's such a level where it's like you it hints at them being lovers way. yeah and it hints at them being lovers and stuff and it's so depressing it's and then very depressing you ending, leave yeah. Bill like that like you just you just walk away and Bill is yeah. just living his life knowing that the man he loved hated him yeah and you know he's and now he's dead and now I'm alone again I mean it's 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 an interesting way because it's to keep up with the vibe of the game of The Last of Us where everything's just somber and just depressing the entire yes. time you know it fits the world that you're in yes we're just everything sucks mm-hmm. so everything sucks yeah. um and in this episode it was less like that it was yeah, it was less depressing just more bittersweet ending. yeah, yeah. Be, uh it, it's interesting too because joel it, it starts off with joel and ellie and they're walking mm-hmm. uh towards bill's house yeah and bill and frank's place and while they're driving there I mean, while they're walking, they're, Joel is explaining what everybody believes happened. That the, vi- that the, the, the fungus was spread in either sugar or mm-hmm. wheat, mm-hmm. and it was in a, uh, a popular wheat that was just distributed all over the world, mm-hmm. and if you ate enough of it, then you got sick, and then eventually you got sick, and then you bit somebody, mm-hmm. and then that's how the virus spread. Because yeah. Ellie is trying to figure out you know, what happened. Yeah. Like, how, how did this all start? Um, because Ellie wasn't there. She, mm-hmm. she was born into this world of hell. So not only that, but also he's then telling everybody the mentality of the army at the point at that time, which was, oh yeah. Like they said, they collected everybody in these towns and said, we're going to send you off to a, to a quarantine zone. Mm-hmm. And then once they did that, if there wasn't any room for you in the quarantine mm-hmm. zone, they put you in a ditch and shot you in the head. Basically, like, if it didn't matter if they you were infected or not, yeah, if it was full, filled up already. And then yeah. El- and Ellie made a good point where she was where she goes. Well, actually, Joel made a good point, but Ellie went, "Why did they kill them? Like, mm-hmm. what was the point of that? Like, what did it solve?" Mm-hmm. And then Joel even says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dead people can't be infected. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things of do I leave these people outside and then eventually they become infected mm-hmm. and they become a problem, or do I kill them right now? Mm-hmm. I can spare them from you know living outside in the, in in this in this hellhole, and they you know and I in in a, in a way it is a mercy. It is yeah. In, in like the darkest way, it's the mer- it's a mercy. Mm-hmm. And that introduces you to Bill, where Bill is a conspiracy theorist and a prepper. Yeah. 
and he is... Well, he would say, I'm a survivalist. Yeah, I'm sorry, a survivalist <laughs> who uh, basically takes over a town. He, he, the yeah. town he lives so, in... So the town he over. lives in is being... Everyone's being evacuated, but he decides to stay behind because obviously he's a, you know, he's a survivalist, so he believes where they're going, there's no need for him to go. He can exactly. do it on his own. And it does. It becomes a really interesting thing where he, as soon as everyone leaves, he now sees that he is left behind. Yeah, he realizes he is by himself himself and he is more happier than he has ever been. And he basically gets to work on basically ciphering through all the town, getting gas, getting what he needs, hardware stuff, and then realizing, okay, you know, I can put everything in a generator and then I can make my own fence. Months go by. Yeah, he made a fence. Yeah. He, he restarted up the gas. Mm-hmm. He turned on the electricity. He again. has a security system. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he even says like, oh yeah, that was fast. Mm-hmm. Like they turned off they turned off the water and the power. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he breaks into Home Depot and stuff. He I, makes his own little garden. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting because you can see that he, he had been living by himself for like, what, six months? Mm-hmm. Something like that. So he had been living... No, I'm sorry, three years. Oh, yeah. It was three years past before he met Frank. Because yeah. he, he was by himself for about three years, mm-hmm. and then Frank came along. Yeah. Which is interesting, being by yourself for that long. You but know? he preferred it. Yeah. Because he always, he thought that everybody else were morons. Mm-hmm. That's true. He didn't like anybody, and then Frank eventually came along, and then um, he had companionship. Mm-hmm. He had somebody to care for. He had somebody to love, mm-hmm. and it... Like the episode takes a weird turn. Yeah, because we're watching it and we're like, "Where is this gonna go? You know, yeah. how is this gonna end?" Because in the we're assuming, you know, he's gonna meet Joel at some point, which he does. You know, because yeah. Frank yes. wants to initiate contact with people. You know, because he's been stuck. It's another three years they are been together. So the, throughout this episode, yeah. they do like chunks where it's like three years, two years, six mm-hmm. months, mm-hmm. ten years. So it's all within. Within the twenty-year span from Joel losing his daughter to where he's at now, it's in within this time frame because it starts four days yes. after. It's because yeah. if the the they start evacuating four days after the outbreak starts because the outbreak started on the twenty-sixth of September mm-hmm. yeah. and then September thirtieth is where the episode begins. So yes, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, it's it gets very interesting because you know you have you know Bill. That's so used to being by himself, but now he's like, okay, I got to protect Frank. You know, that's that's what made his life better. Was Not only that, but also Frank. he he could finally be who he wanted to be. Yes. Oh, yes. That was another thing too. When when you see him and Frank intimate for the first time, you can tell. Well, Bill says, you know, he's never done this with a man, but he's done it with a woman. You know, but even then, he's never fully came out. You can tell to anyone he's always kept that to himself which is interesting too you know and um only in only in well i mean when you think about it it's 2003 mm -hmm. that's not exactly oh during that time yeah it's not as common as Mm -hmm. it would have been you know in 2023 Mm -hmm. it's not it's not that's not super common especially in the south no definitely yeah because they're what 20 they're like 20 miles out of boston Mm -hmm. that would not be that would not fly at all yeah no no, not at all. That's like rural Boston. <laughs> no, you would never, you would never get, a, a, you know, especially a small town. Yeah, no, that's that true. Would never happened. But it was interesting though because then, you know, he finds a, this companion and they fall in love. Mm-hmm. And honestly, as being a video game player, mm-hmm. I'm really trying. I'm really kind of waiting for that 
for that downfall. I'm waiting for them to kind of go, oh, yeah. He eventually starts to hate him, you know, because mm-hmm. they, and I thought it was going to start with them being isolated mm-hmm. of like, no, this is where we are. We're isolated. Mm-hmm. No one else comes in. Yeah. And, you know, basically feeling like Frank's a prisoner. Yeah. But that never came. It no, never came. It shows you, it's also showing you that Bill will do anything to make Frank happy. You know, when he, when he suggested that we should have friends, you know, people coming by, you know, at, you would think that Bill would be like, okay, if you're going to endanger us, then, you know, get out of here. You think it's going to go that way. But then you see that Frank was been keeping contact with a woman, which we find out, which is, T- it's Tess and Joel the entire time. And Joel and Tess come visit them at their, at the town that they live in now. And they, after that, they establish a relationship. You know, that's, yeah. we find out also too, that's where. Um, most of from. yeah, that's where most of their stuff has been coming from is Frank or uh, from Bill and Frank. Yeah, that's what they've been. That's what they've been trading mm-hmm. for for like meats mm-hmm. and batteries. And yeah, everything else. So they've been kind of like their their biggest um, resource. Yes, you know. And I thought that was and that was really cool. Um, but that leads you to the because even at the end of that conversation, Joel says you have a really nice place here. Mm-hmm. There will eventually be raiders. Mm-hmm. People are going to are not in the QZs. Mm-hmm. People are trying to live on their own, and they're going to see what you have. It's a good setup for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. They're going to see what you have, mm-hmm. and they're going to come and try and take it. Mm-hmm. And eventually, that does happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can see that Frank has set up a bunch of traps. Yeah, for them, and it's really funny because in the game, you had to basically try to evade all of these traps mm-hmm. going through. Yeah. And it's so it's so interesting on how after that situation it jumps ten years because mm-hmm. after the sh- after the fight with the Raiders, mm-hmm. Bill gets shot and you kind of think, oh wow, Bill's gonna die, mm-hmm. and then Bill eventually and then it, it shoots ten years into the future, and they're old men. They're, yes, they grow old together. Yeah, they grow old together, and uh, it looks like it's never really said what. Frank has, mm-hmm. but it looks like Frank has Parkinson's mm-hmm. or some kind of a nerve nerve nerve, nerve, nerve disease. disease. Yeah, because he can't really sit still. He's he's having a hard time walking. He yeah. he can't touch. The, he can't hold like certain things. He has to hold it with two hands, mm-hmm. and you can kind of see that he's not really there because even throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Frank keeps on telling him, I'm sorry that I'm getting old. Like, mm-hmm. I, like you're event- thinking very much that eventually Frank's going to have to take care of me. Mm-hmm. And then it ends up turning different where Frank ends up having to be taken care of by Bill. And Bill's mm-hmm. a doting, he's a doting partner. Yeah. You know, he, mm-hmm. he doesn't complain. He, he does what he has to do. Yeah. He knows that it's my duty to take care of them because mm-hmm. I love them. Yeah. And that was like the hardest part going through that episode of Frank is sitting there and he's watching Bill sleep. Mm-hmm. Bill wakes up and then he goes like, no man, you're not, you're going to get like, you're going to take a, you're going to take a nap later mm-hmm. and you know, you need to stay awake. And he goes, I'm not going to take a nap later mm-hmm. be, because today's my last day. Mm-hmm. And he comes to that realization of I'm, I'm going to kill myself today. Yeah. This yeah. is it. He doesn't want to keep being a burden to Bill. I don't want to be a yeah. He, he doesn't want to feel like he is. You yeah, know. and I just want to have one last day, and I want to do what I want to do today. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you're gonna make a dinner, mm-hmm. 
and you're going to put all my pills into my wine, mm-hmm. and I'm going to drift off to sleep while mm-hmm. you hold me. And it was a very touching, like, It was a very, yeah. Scene. Even I, you and I talked about that. And I started, I started tearing up while yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm feeling emotional. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I don't yeah. even know what I would do in that It was situation. a strong scene. It was a strong scene. It was so scene. strong. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, how do you, how do you ask your partner to do that? Like, how do you, yeah. how do you, like, it, it's such a hard thing to ask somebody mm-hmm. you love to go, I want you to kill me. Yeah. I want to die. Like, I want to yeah. die and I yeah. want you to kill me. Yeah. And I want you to have to live with it. Like, I want you to help me go kill through myself. with it. Go through with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't it's kill a lot. myself. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot to do. And so they do everything that they want. Frank takes them to the, uh, Frank takes Bill to the, to the, to the, boutique that frank mm-hmm. had built for them and they had put on clothes and mm-hmm. uh what was it they had like a nice day out and then they you know made dinner and they did all these other things yeah. and then it's so interesting to see frank pour the final like the, the last two glasses of wine mm-hmm. and then as he's pouring the two glasses of wine he gives one to frank and he keeps one for himself mm-hmm. and then he Pours in all the pills into mm-hmm. Frank's glass, and mm-hmm. then Frank goes, "Is that enough?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, trust me, it's more than enough." Mm-hmm. And he chugs it, mm-hmm. and he chugs the glass, and then Bill looks down at his glass, chugs his too, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Were there pills inside of your wine glass too?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "There were pills in the entire bottle." Yeah, he put it in the bottle. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Was it a lot?" And he goes, "It was enough to kill a horse." Mm-hmm. And Frank's kind of upset about it where he's like, I don't approve of this. Like, yeah. I don't like this. This is not idea. what he wanted. Yeah, this yeah. is what I wanted. But also he saw the roman- the romance in it because Bill came to the realization of if you're going, I'm going. Yeah. Because the only thing I have to live for is you. And if yeah. you're gone, I don't know what I'm going to live for. Mm-hmm. And it's such a contrast. Yeah, and it's such a completely different 180 than how it was in the last of us but in a much better way yeah it was it was kind yeah. of beautiful yeah it was a very in beautiful a story because in reality i mean they they met when in their 40s mm-hmm. they lived 20 years together mm-hmm. and then died in bed holding yeah. each other and then joel and ellie eventually show up yes after they fell asleep and they mm-hmm. died in bed mm-hmm. it's maybe a week, two weeks later. At most, it's in. It's been a couple of weeks because they, of weeks. yeah, because they even said that too. When, because uh, we get the music of the '80s playing in the first episode, and because of that, we find out why it was playing is because Bill has it he'd set. Be, he'd been yeah. dead for at least a week. He would have to be dead at least a week to reset it because he resets the playlist every single time, so it doesn't play the '80s and. Yes. So that's when we find out, okay, a week has, has gone on. So that basically means it was a week before they left the, Q, the QZ. QZ. Yeah. So so then, yeah, that so just happened at that point. Bill and Frank had already been dead for about a week at yeah. that point. Mm-hmm. So, and I thought that was interesting, too, because then, they, because then they went over, oh, yeah, like if you don't reset this, it'll mm-hmm. automatically play on the radio stations and we'd hear it, yeah. which explains the them you hearing the radio mm-hmm. uh, in the QZ in the first episode. But also, I thought the note was very hard to read for for Joel Mm because Joel gets there with Ellie they're searching for Bill and Frank Mm -hmm. they can tell something's wrong Mm -hmm. and in the note he specifically says don't open the door like don't open the bedroom door Mm -hmm. I'm I'm pretty like the house doesn't smell but that's because we left a window open Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure if you were to go in on us whenever you were to find us 
it's going to be a hell of a sight. And I don't want to do that to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't like you. I've never liked you. I've always hated you. (laughs) Yeah. But you're the closest thing that we had to a friend. Mm -hmm. And it was so funny because it was like to who, to who, Find to whoever finds this, mm-hmm. but most likely it's Joel. It's Joel. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it, and it was really good. It was a beautiful note saying that you know, telling him that you got to protect what you love. Yes. You have to protect it, like I did. Yeah, you got to keep what you love safe, you know, and make sure you do that for Tess. But yeah. which was even harder. But really, really nails in the whole thing <laughs> of like he's already failed twice. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting because now, obviously, being told that it's. Along the way of the story of the narrative, it's going to be implemented when it comes to Ellie moving forward. Yes. Um, Which is going to be interesting to see, you know, and um, it seems like in the next episode, we're just, they they run into some raiders. Yeah, they're they're starting to run into raiders. They're Mm -hmm. starying to run into other, you know, because walkers aren't necessarily the only thing that you have to really worry about inside the world of The The Last of Us. I thought the interesting thing at the end of the episode was that their costume designs turned into the video game costume designs for Ellie and Joel. Mm -hmm. Because Ellie is now wearing her her shirt, Mm -hmm. her quintessential, uh, was it, sunset shirt? Yeah. And then Joel is wearing the green flannel that, the he, green flannel, that, he, yeah. that he wears. In the I game. think I think it's gonna be that's the reasoning why behind that is that moving forward, you know, will be easy to spot them out in dark areas or like when it rains or at night. So we get to see okay, that's their colors, you know. That's yeah. yeah. I think most likely that's gonna be like the big mm-hmm. thing. Um, but also I can I you know, it's it's nice to see them in their costumes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's nice to go like, Oh yeah, like look, they look they look almost identical yeah. and everything else. <laughs> I feel like the leading out of DiCaprio I mean, hey you know, like, yeah, like hey, I, hey, I, hey, I, I cannot <laughs> wait. Because I already know somebody on TikTok uh-huh. or on like <laughs> online is gonna is gonna connect the yeah, two yeah. of like as soon as they walk out yeah. in their in their costumes, yeah. going hey hey hey, hey, hey. And point I already know yeah. it's gonna happen, and that's gonna be hilarious. Well, I wonder in the next episode they're gonna run into the the two the two brothers. What's his name? The, those two brothers that they run into while the um, one of them gets bitten. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I, mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of things, like they said, like to go like scene by scene mm-hmm. in the game. That would be tough, but I can see them adding some other things and everything else. But uh, <coughs> I, I I think this is one of my. I think this is so far my favorite episode. Yeah, this is my favorite episode of the season. Yeah, this one it really made me connect. Be- and yeah, it was very beautiful. Beautiful story. Beautiful. Everything was shot really well as well too. Yeah, I even like the scene when they're eating the strawberries and they're cr- and they're like oh, laughing so and crying. Yeah. Uh, they did an amazing job making you love Bill and Frank. Mm-hmm. Like, Two characters that, you know, you just get thrown into scene right then and there as well, yeah, too. Yeah, like, you're, you spend 45 minutes with them, and you're like, oh, man, I, fuck, I love these guys. Yeah, and you don't want to see them die already. But yeah, you're like, like oh, okay. I love them. I love them mm-hmm. so much. And then, you know, you have to say goodbye to them so mm-hmm. fast. And mm-hmm. you can even see how hard, how, how much it hurts uh, Joel. Yeah. That, you know, more of his friends are dying around him. Yeah. And that's a that's that is a shame, mm-hmm. but and that but but that's it. I definitely recommend this episode. The episode mm-hmm. was great. Ah, oh, man, The Last of Us really knows how to kick you in the nuts. Right? It? Yeah. So really far, nice. the creators are doing a really good job of. Again, this is a just a perfect example of how you should add um, adaptation adaptation of a video game. Yeah, because the video game already did ninety percent of the work, but <laughs> unlike. See, but that is also another contrast of it too, because 
they changed something from the original source material and they made it different. Mm-hmm. The Walking Dead also does this. Yeah. But the thing is, they, they, they bloated it out. Yeah. Like, they, because in, in The Walking Dead, let's just take the farm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you get to Herschel's farm and Herschel has his entire family into in, in the in the farmhouse. Yeah. That entire season takes place in the farmhouse when in the comics it maybe It's like a quick arc. It's like maybe five or six issues. Yeah. Because like, then, then by that point winter's starting, uh after they leave Herschel's farm. Which I don't know why they they leave Herschel's farm in the comic book. I forgot. It's been a while since they I left watched. Herschel's farm because Herschel didn't want to stay anymore because they went through and killed everybody. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. it wasn't just it it, it it wasn't just Shane who killed them. It mm-hmm. was it. It was all of them who killed them. Yeah. And then Herschel was like, "Get off my farm," mm-hmm. because they eventually come back to get Herschel. That's right. Yeah, they get kicked out. Yeah, Herschel kicks them off his land because they find the because they find the prison and they're like, we have a better area, a safer area for you guys to live. And but once they find the prison, then mm. they go back to go get Herschel. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because Herschel still yeah. has his daughter. Yeah, because he still has his two daughters. Mm-hmm. Herschel, uh, Herschel still has his two daughters, mm-hmm. which he doesn't have in the in the in the in the show. No, and then they end up getting their heads chopped off yes! by the inmates. That's right. Oh yeah. And then, but you don't have and you don't have that in the show. Somebody else gets decapitated in the show. But that's the thing, though, is that it it was so weird because it was like, oh yeah, we're not going to have these characters inside of the inside the show, Mm -hmm. but we're still going to have the same things happen. But now we just have to find other people that we're going to kill off in that in the position of them, and that's really weird. And it's just an odd choice to make. Like I felt like they were making. Different choices inside of The Walking Dead just to make different choices. Yeah, that's a thing. The, um, they were doing it just because they wanted to change things up. So that way book comic readers were, mm-hmm. were also thrown off. Yeah. But the thing is, is that this one also threw off the video game mm-hmm. players, but in a good way. That's the thing. Like, yeah. it, it gives you... Because I, I, I never liked the ending of Bill's mm-hmm. missions. Like, you were always like, oh, man. This guy's going to blow rough. his brains out, yeah. man. Like... He's probably going to kill himself how's, after this. Yeah, like, how's he still around and not wanting to eat a bullet right now? Like, yeah, you know? like, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to probably do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it, it's going to be tough mm-hmm. and everything else, but they're doing an amazing job of, like, oh, yeah, we need to add the, we need to add these things and we're going to change it yeah. like that. So, but that's going to be it for us this, this week. Yes, everybody. guys. Uh, once again, find you can find all of our social media and everything else. So mm-hmm. follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, like and subscribe mm-hmm. to our Facebook and uh, our Twitters and everything else. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like it, subscribe. Uh, make sure to set a comment. You know, let us mm-hmm. know if whether or not you liked the changes that they did to The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys think about Justin Roiland and all that stuff. And also give us uh, your best take on you know who is which Oscar nomination are you really excited for and who do you hope wins Mm -hmm. and everything else. So uh, you can find us on Podbean, uh, Spotify, anywhere where where podcasts are, uh, are, can be found. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's it, right? That's about it. And thank you guys for watching us on YouTube as well too. Yes. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And comment down below. Yes, we come out Wednesday. Also, go to our sister podcast, mm-hmm. Our Real Addiction. 
our, our real addiction, addiction. Sorry, we're it's towards we, the end of the night, guys. Towards yeah. the end of the night, it's already gonna be eleven o'clock. <laughs> but our real addiction, they come out tomorrow, Thursday night. Yes, they, uh, they will be talking about a couple of a uh, couple of newer topics. Yeah, as they're, well. gonna, they're gonna talk about Infinity Pool and their take on The Last of Us as well too. Yeah, so they're gonna have a different take on that as well. Mm-hmm. So let us go ahead and go check them out. I can't wait to hear what they have to say about Same. that. Yes. Uh, you ready to close this out? Let's do it. All right. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 133. My name is Nick Valero. Renee Bravo. Signing off from Undercity Comics. We'll see you all next time. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.